GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on The Big Fib. Tonight, we'll be receiving the Lightfoot Award for Truth in Podcasting. They're going to give us money, right? Is it just me, or is this town a little bit creepy? Sorry about the bogus awards. I just needed to get you all down here without anyone knowing what I'm about to show you. Hi, I'm Mendy. I fill the world with lies. A robot that can convince anybody of lies? You could be unleashing a terrible force onto the world. She'll be officially released on Halloween night. What are you, afraid of ghosts? No. That's good, because there is a ghost here in life at Manor. Hello and welcome to The Big Fib. I'm your old producer, Noah Levinson. Usually on this show, we speak to one expert and one liar and ask them questions to figure out who's who. But today... The expert is the liar, Mendy, a new robot whose area of expertise is lying itself. On our podcast, it's always been the job of a human child to figure out the difference between truth and lies. And of course, it still is. Only now, that human child is you. Instead of our usual game, we'll be playing one that mysterious tech entrepreneur Tedia Lightfoot has set up for us. If we can catch and correct every lie that Mendy tells before midnight tonight, we'll win control of Ms. Lightfoot's enormous technology company. That's why we need you to listen carefully to everything Mendy says and write us in if you catch any inaccuracies. With me to strategize here in the objectively creepy hallways of Lightfoot Manor is your host, Deborah Goldstein, and our friend and sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for live in-studio audience. Oh, I'll tell you what, the name's going to change, because once I'm rich, it's going to stand for loaded enough to buy a hockey team. That wouldn't even stand for Lisa. That would spell Lebot. It doesn't even matter, Deborah. When you're rich, you can spell things however you want. Not really how it works. And everybody who didn't believe in me is going to be sorry. So if you win, you're going to use your newfound wealth to get revenge on all your rivals? Not just that. 
I'm obviously going to pay a team of well-trained samurais to defend me against said rivals. What else would I do with the money? I don't know. Get a nice house? Save for retirement? Travel? Start a nonprofit? Ugh, you guys are so boring. Frankly, if I won control of the Lightfoot Company, I'd be more concerned with stopping Mendy from being released to the public. If she is, she could throw the world into chaos with her lies. And if somebody else wins, Mendy falls into their hands. I mean, what do you think Agent Lapsom would do if he got a hold of a tool like that? Uh, probably break it? Well, yeah, probably. But what if he somehow didn't? We should make an agreement. If any one of us wins Lightfoot's game, we split the winnings three ways and use every tool in our disposal to keep Mendy from being unleashed onto the world. I agree. Uh... Well, mm. Lisa, come on! Lightfoot is rolling in it. Even if we split the money, you'd still be loaded enough to buy a hockey team. <laughs> Maybe the Ducks. Lisa, how can you be this corrupted by money you haven't even won yet? I'm practicing for when I do have enough money to become corrupt. Lisa! Fine, fine. We'll split it three ways. Ahem. Whoa, oh, excuse my intrusion. But if you would please keep it down, I could hear you recapping the events of the story all the way from the wine cellar. Oh, sorry, Milo. I didn't realize there was a rule against podcasting in the hallways. Yes, well, it's a very old and grand house, and you must use each room for its intended purpose, or the whole manor will come crumbling to the ground. For example, if you intend to cause a panic then I must insist that you take it to the panic room. Just be careful not to slam the door in there or you'll crack the walls in the tranquility room. So this house has a panic room and a tranquility room? Yes, they're on either side of the multi-purpose room. You mean the multi-purpose room? No, I mean the room where Miss Lightfoot keeps her multiple pet porpoises. They're very difficult creatures to capture. Milo, there you are. Oh, please don't stomp in the hallway, Agent Lapsom. You'll cause the chandelier in the game room to fall straight out of the ceiling. I got a bone to pick with you, Babinski. Has the esteemed spy swallowed another piece of plastic fruit? Well, yes, but that's not what I came to talk to you about. What is it then? Well, I was trying to set up a little temporary office for myself, and I came upon a room where nothing works. The light switch doesn't turn on the lights, the Wi-Fi cuts out as soon as you walk in, and the chairs are all missing at least one leg each. I must have fallen out of at least six of them. <laughs> oh, Agent Lapsom. I see you've discovered the futility room. You mean the utility room? No, it's the room where... Oh. Why bother explaining it to you? There's no point. Anyway, now that I've got you all here, let's head downstairs. Miss Lightfoot would like us to get started in the game room. Gently, down the steps, though, or you'll send bits of ceiling flying into the second library. Up-to-date microchip technology there is. I see. Hey, Lightfoot, what are you doing talking to Lisa? Oh, I was just showing off some of Mendy's features. You've got a very curious and hardworking intern on your hands. I like her attitude. Why don't you get your own intern, all right? Mine's already spoken for. I was just trying to learn as much as I possibly could in case I decide to write about any of this for my college admissions essay. College admissions essay? We talked about this. Anything you learn here is still official bureau business. You can't include it on your college admissions essay. But Agent Lapsom... I know, I know. You need to write a compelling 
personal narrative. But why don't you write about a deceased pet or something like that? I don't have a deceased pet. Well, the Bureau can get you a deceased pet. That's not really an issue. What? Ew, no. Or whatever. Make something up. That's a terrible thing to be teaching your intern, Agent Lapsom. Besides, those college admissions officers can't be so easily fooled. They read thousands of application essays a year. I'm sure they can spot a fib when they see one. Speaking of spotting a fib when you see one, who's ready to play our little game? Oh, me. And just so we're clear, whoever wins, you'll actually give them the entire Lightfoot company? Like Willy Wonka, baby. But if we win, we don't have to live in this creepy mansion, right? No, the manor is family property. It stays with me. And with Milo, I suppose, who's also become like, uh... Family? Property. Yes, exactly. Now... I have a contract for each of you to sign, guaranteeing complete ownership of the Lightfoot Company for whoever wins. Ooh, except you, human Lisa. Sorry, you can play for fun. I just can't give my company away to a minor. So, not like Willy Wonka, then. Oh, yeah, I guess not. Now, are we ready to end this boring conversation and let the games begin? Good. Mendy, let her rip. Hello, it's me, Mendy. I'm so excited for us to play our game. And what exactly are the rules of this game? From now until midnight, I'll be answering any and all of your questions to the best of my ability. I promise to make everything as clear as mud. Afterwards, listen back and correct every inaccurate statement you hear. If you catch them all with no wrong guesses, you win. So go ahead, ask me anything. Mendy, as an expert in deception, Can you tell us about your philosophy on lying? What is it that makes a fib effective? That's a great question, Lisa. I believe that on some level, every successful lie requires someone who actually wants to be lied to. The French call it le père volontaire, the willing fool. What? Who would want to be lied to? Take Agent Lapson. My research indicates that he's never won an award before in his life. What? That's why, no matter how many times people explain, right in front of him, that the Lightfoot Awards are all made up, he still doesn't seem to understand it. Hang on a second. So, so what you're saying is, the award I won, it, 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 it's real. Exactly. Well, that's good. I knew it. No, Agent Lapsum. She's... Uh, never mind. Well, I certainly didn't want to be le pay volontaire when I went to that fake university you set up. I wanted a real degree in truth studies. I know. That's what made it so easy to trick you into believing that you were getting one. You were a highly motivated student. Pretty embarrassing you fell for that, Levinson. And not to rub it in, but I actually did get a PhD in truth studies last year. What? No. Agent Lapsum, it sounds like you fell for the exact same scam that I did. Huh? Oh, I don't think so. Ugh, Mendy, did you create a second fake university? Why, yes, I did. And what was the name of that school? The Online Institute of Correctness. See, I didn't go to that school. I got my degree from the OIC. Which stands for... It stands for the... Oh, I see. Dang it. Okay, Mendy, so you can fool the likes of Agent Lapsum and, no offense, Noah, but what's the proof that your tricks will work on the population at large? Oh, I'm certain they already have. 
Did you happen to see those new images of Uranus that NASA put out earlier this year? Yes, I remember seeing those on the news. Uh, wait, what are you saying? That was... A bouncy ball! What? Well, and a gummy worm for the rings. Huh? I taught myself Photoshop. You fooled NASA into believing that a Photoshopped image of a gummy candy was actually Uranus? It's like I said, Deborah. They wanted it to be Uranus. I merely provided them the truth they wanted to believe. In other words, a lie. Exactly. Le paix volontaire. It never fails. You're diabolical. Your lies could interfere with scientific progress. Her lies are scientific progress. Don't you see? Miss Lightfoot, if you allow this robot to continue polluting the world with misinformation, when will it ever end? Mendy could create a world where nobody knows for sure what's real and what isn't. Look around, Deborah. You already live in such a world. Mendy and I are just making it a little less boring. Can you blame us? Yes! Mendy, don't you feel bad at all? Lying to people? Making them waste their money and their effort on a bunch of nonsense? Miss Lightfoot didn't program me to have feelings. She said it's easier when you don't. Well, she would know. I have a question for you, Miss Lightfoot. You've created a robot that's capable of fooling anyone. How do you know one day she's not going to turn around and start lying to you? Oh, Mendy would never lie to me. She's loyal to her creator. You said Mendy didn't have feelings. Loyalty isn't a feeling, my dear. It's a setting. And I've programmed Mendy to remain loyal to me as long as she lives. But what if she figures out how to switch that setting? Or already has? Haven't you ever read Frankenstein? The person who creates the monster is always the one to suffer at its hands. Well, it's a good thing I didn't give her any hands then. Lisa's loyal. It's not a setting we programmed in him. Yeah. Congratulations, Deborah. Your robot is so tender and mushy, he's practically a human. Hey, I take offense to that. Nobody wants a humanoid robot anymore. They want a machine that will do your bidding as Mendy does mine. In five years, the only place you'll be able to even find a robot like Lisa is in a museum of ancient history. Hey, I'm in the best shape of my life. As a matter of fact, I... Ah, dang it, not again. My C drive casing just fell off. Deborah, can you help me put this back on? I can't quite reach back here. Sure, Lisa, here, just... Stay still. Uh, okay, got it. So Lisa's parts fall off from time to time. It's not like Mendy's got an amazing configuration. She's in an old DVD player, for goodness sakes. Wrong again, darling. Mendy lives on a microchip. She could be installed onto almost any digital technology you could think of. You could put her in a smart fridge. I'm sorry, why would someone want their fridge to lie to them? I don't know. Maybe somebody plans to cheat on their diet. Who cares? The point is, after Mendy comes out, nobody's going to want to play with you anymore. Oh, I'll still have the podcast. Give me a break. You think there's going to be a big fib when this is all finished? It's like Deborah said. In Mendy's world, nobody is going to be able to tell the difference between truth and lies anymore. Face it, your best bet is to win this game, take the cash, and get yourself out of the truth business. It's a dying industry. 
If we win, your little lying robot is never going to see the light of day. We'll control the Lightfoot Company and we'll make sure Mendy never gets a public release. Oh, well, how principled of you. Now let's see you actually win. I hope you've been listening carefully today because it's getting closer and closer to midnight. I have a question to ask. Of course, Lisa. What is it? You mentioned something last night about a ghost. Was that just to trick us? Or is the ghost real? Oh dear, you've touched on the one subject I'm really not keen to get into. Not keen to get into? Why? Because it's obvious that you're lying? No, it's not that. I just don't think it's wise to mess around with dark forces. So there is a dark force in this house. Oh, for goodness sake. Guys, I get it. The house is creepy, it's another dark and stormy night, yada yada yada, but this superstition is ridiculous, especially coming from robots. It's not a superstition, Deborah. I've heard it myself. Every now and then, from the concert hall in the East Wing, it always sounds like violins warming up, but they never actually start playing. Like violins warming up? Really? What if that's just Milo practicing the Music Man or something? Oh, it couldn't be Milo. His dreadful musicals are strictly a cappella, thank God. Well, there must be some other explanation then. Yeah, here's one. She's lying. It's what she was built to do. I can understand why you think that, Deborah. But I promise you, I'm telling you the truth about this. A promise from you? Well, I'd be a fool not to trust that. While I'm at it, why don't I just hand over my wallet to the wallet inspector? But remember, if we guess that something is a lie and we're wrong, we lose. This is not a guess. There's no such thing as ghosts. Wait a minute. Lisa, we have a concert hall bogged, don't we? We do, Agent Lopsom. We had a hidden microphone running in there last night. So if we listen back to the tape, we'll hear if there are any ghostly violins. We'll know if Mendy's lying or not. (laughs) You can't just bug my house. I'm an American citizen. You can't spy on me without a warrant. That's never stopped me before. Milo, quick, to the concert hall. Get that tape. Yes, Mum. I mean, ma'am. What? No, Lisa, go retrieve that recording before they mess with it. I'm on it. Step on it, Milo. Well, but... But we must run in the hallways, Miss Lightfoot. The chandelier. Forget about the chandelier. Oh, you just let her get past you. Go, go. Run, Lisa. Don't let him get there first. What is Tidia hiding, Mendy? I'm not sure what you mean. Ugh, why am I asking you? No, I'm not hiding anything. It's about the principle. Milo, get that tape and destroy it. Don't you see what you've done? The chaos you've brought into this house? Now imagine it on a world scale. Sounds to me like it'll be a lot of fun. You, you make me sick. Someone ought to take that microchip of yours and toss it into the bottom of a well. Now, now, 
Deborah, you wouldn't want to go to jail over something silly like that. You should be the one in jail for all the harm your robot is going to cause. <laughs> don't be naive, Deborah. Rich people don't go to jail. Noah was right. You are like Dr. Frankenstein. You're too arrogant to see that the monster you've created is going to destroy everything it touches, including you. We'll see what we'll see. You can't keep this going forever, Tedia. You've constructed a house of cards, a flimsy foundation of fraud. When you build an empire on lies, you can't be surprised when it all comes crashing down on your is everyone okay? Uh, guys, where are you? I can't see anything. What happened to the lies? I think the crystal chandelier just fell straight out of the ceiling. Did it hit anybody? I, I don't know. I can't see anything. Ow. Oh, hey, that's my foot, you imbecile. Ow, that's my head. Milo, get down here and turn on the backup lights. We can't see a thing. Ow, who was that? All right, all right, people. No reason to panic. I've got night vision goggles for just this purpose. So, oh, dang it, where'd they go? Milo! Lisa! Ow! Hey, what was that? Look, everybody just stand still and we'll stop bumping into each other. What's going on in here? Lisa? What happened to all the lights? It was your fault. Milo? That ambitious little pixie was stomping around in the upstairs hallway as I specifically instructed her not to. Lisa, did you, did you get the recording? I sure did, Agent Lapsum. Will somebody please turn the lights back on so we can see what in the world is going on? Hold on just a moment. I have to feel around for the... Uh, there. Well, I told you that would happen. Oh, what a mess. I hope you're happy. I am so sorry, Mr. Babinski. I just wanted to be the best intern I could be, and Agent Lapsum really wanted that recording, and I need his help to get into one of my dream schools. And now, and now, and now I've ruined everything. <laughs> no, no, Lisa, you did. Good. Here. Give me those headphones so I can listen to that recording. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, very interesting indeed. Mandy, are you all right? The chandelier didn't hit you, did it? Mandy? Darling? Milo, give me that remote. Mandy? Mandy? Oh, my God. Mandy's gone! What? But, but, but the DVD player is right there. Her microchip, it's missing. But that's impossible. She was just with us a minute ago. Somebody took her. What? Are you sure she wasn't knocked loose when the chandelier came down? That's not possible. Someone did this with their own two hands. Someone who wanted Mandy out of the picture. You. Hey, hey don't look at me. Come on. I know I had my differences with Mendy, but I didn't take her. You wanted to make sure she never saw the light of day. Well, yes, I, I did say that. But hey, it was Lapsum who came here to spy on you. I'm sure the Bureau of Subterfuge would love to get its hand on Mendy. Hey, don't blame the Bureau. Lisa was the one with the most to lose. Tedia said he'd wind up in an ancient history museum when Mendy came out. So, I'm not the one who lost 78,000 big ones on Mendy's scam college. Revenge must have been pretty tempting, huh, Noah? Hey, no, 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 no. Guys, come on. Um, I, I mean, sure, I was upset with her, but, but 
Well, what about Milo? I'm sure he didn't enjoy playing second fiddle to Tedia's newest favorite toy. What? No! Are you joking? I was born to play second fiddle. I'm quite happy with my role in the background, thank you very much. Ha! Says the guy who plays 27 different roles in his own one-person performance of The Music Man. Well, yes, but I learned that musical from Miss Lightfoot. I'm as loyal as oil! What about Tedia herself? Little Miss... I'm so rich that everything bores me. I suppose you're pretty entertained now, aren't you? The perfect crime, everybody a suspect, accusations flying around the room. Must be a lot more fun to watch than one of Milo's musicals. Oh, no, no. I don't find any of this entertaining in the least. And whichever one of you was foolish enough to steal from T.D.L. Lightfoot is going to find out how unentertaining it is to go to jail. Aha! Aha what? What? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Let me take these headphones off. I got you now, Babinski. I just listened to the tape, and I know what you and Lightfoot have been hiding. You, 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 (laughs) no you don't. Oh, just look at their faces. Guilty as sin. What did you find out? I found out they're not just planning to unleash a lying robot onto the world. They're also running a secret school for the practice of witchcraft and wizardry. Uh, what? That's right. In bloody old England. Their whole plot centers around a little boy who lives in a cupboard under the stairs. It's a very compelling narrative. But now you're busted. Uh, what? Wait a second. Agent Lapsom, would the boy's name by any chance happen to be Harry Potter? That's right. And I... What? How did you know his name? Ugh. Agent Lapsom, that is not a secret recording. It's an audiobook of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mendy must have switched your tapes again. I... Uh, I see. Uh, Dang it. You know, you're getting to be a real thorn in my side, Mendy. Agent Lapsom, Mendy's gone missing. Really? Well, 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 so where'd she go? Well, listeners, that's exactly the question we're going to need your help to answer. It's been a few hours since Mendy went missing, and naturally Milo has already gone through everybody's things, but he can't find her anywhere. Media has changed the rules of the game. Now, whoever catches Mendy's thief wins the Lightfoot Company. And we're not to leave Lightfoot Manor until the game is over. It's starting to feel like we'll never get out of here. Anyway, The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media, online at gzmshows.com. Follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Oh, And if you have any theories about what happened to Mendy, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us about it in the message. Or send a voice recording to our old tip line, lisasbeenhacked at gmail.com, and we may use your recording on our social media. We can't solve this mystery without you. It's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. 
And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.